Hello, guys. Hi, Internet. How's it going? Welcome to episode 21 of Outrage Factory, the world's foremost uh, outrage assessment podcast. Yeah, where we talk about what people are outraged about on social media, and then we react intelligently and calmly and level-handedly. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. That ba- sounds exactly like Basically, us. it's an hour of listening to why our opinions are better than yours. Yeah, Exactly. But that's our any- opinions are the best. That's how we got this podcast. <laughs> that's how they, uh, the, the podcast pe- yeah, gods. The people who give out podcasts <laughs> were like, Dale and Derek, your opinions are amazing. Take this and make a podcast. It wasn't we're just like, let's make a podcast that made a podcast. No. It was given to us. There is a uh, finite number of podcasting licenses available in the world. Exactly. And very selective about who they yeah. give them to. Which... You shouldn't listen to any other one because we were given the gold standard of podcast licensing and some of the other shitty podcasts were just given the equivalent of a participation ribbon license. There's some really awful podcasts out there. This is not one of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We are awesome. We could never do anything awful. (laughs) Dale, what, uh, what made people angry on the internet this week? Um... Let's just talk about the one that's going to get the most women the big, the big, to leave the big thing. this podcast. The big one. So they don't waste 10 minutes listening to us talk about anything else and be like, oh, fuck, they're talking about that Rose McGowan Twitter thing. I'm out. All right. So let's talk about the, what is it? Boy, women boycott Twitter? Yeah. So we touched hashtag. on the Harvey, Harvey Weinstein thing last week. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, Harvey Weinstein was like the Gian Gomeshi of Hollywood and just like this creepy uh, Ah, predator of women. And there's all these fucking awful stories. But it was also something that uh, basically it was like the world's worst kept secret. And everyone in Hollywood knew about it, but nobody wanted to do anything about it because he was a a powerful guy. Yeah, And now, since he's, I guess, been taken down, air quotes, like his reputation's ruined... He's basically forever going to be known as the rapey guy. Now, it's the fucking effect is washing on to his cohorts, like his protege, Ben Affleck, who took the time to say he was saddened by Weinstein's activity, which nobody believes it's the first time he knew about it and he's finding out about it. It's just his PR stunt because he has to put out since he's social or since he's closely associated with Weinstein, he has to put out to the public that he didn't know about it and this brand new thing that's just coming up disgusts him. We all know he knows about it and couldn't do anything about it like other people. Yeah, basically uh, the the way it goes now is when allegations like this come to light, uh, you either have to issue a statement, uh, condemning it, or people, I guess, assume that you're pro-sexual assault. Yeah, like, uh, it's, Ben Affleck was really caught in a 2020, because if he said nothing, people would be like, well, where's Ben Affleck? He's his close friend. He must support him. But now that he didn't support him, they're like, and he condemned it, they're like, well, what about Casey Affleck? You never condemned him. You never came out against your own brother. Yeah, so there was all this shit. Uh, Casey Affleck obviously had faced some sexual assault allegations of his own in the past. I'm not sure what the outcome of those were. I think it's uh, uh, investigation still pending, it, or he settled I with... I think it was something to do with the fact that he has this giant pile of money, and he was like, you can have the moral victory in court... Or you can have some of my pile of money. And the smart people were like, I'll take some money, please. Please, give me the money instead. Because Uh, that won't erase what happened, but neither will a moral victory. And if you give me some money, I can buy stuff. And stuff is fucking awesome. Uh, I love buying stuff. And then on top of that, some some footage was leaked. So Ben Affleck came out and like issued the statement condemning Harvey Weinstein, saying what he did was gross. And then a bunch of people started sharing footage of uh, Ben Affleck in his younger days getting a little creepy himself with yeah, uh, multiple Hillary women. Burton? Hillary Burton was one. There was also a... On TLR, the MTV True... 
total live request? To total request. Total request live? Did I say TLR? TRL, yeah. Yeah. Was uh, Carson Daly the host back then? I believe he may have been, yeah. Anyways. That guy also looks like a sexual assault. Yeah. Um, there was also footage of Ben Affleck with some uh, young French-Canadian journalist who has since built like this media empire, but doing the same thing, like holding her in his lap and getting really creepy. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm not condoning that activity at all, but you can't really dismiss his condemning of Weinstein. you got to be like, well, if fucking this slight toucher thinks it's gross, it must be really gross. But Rose McGowan... Uh, of Scream fame? Yeah, and Charmed, and... Uh, dated Marilyn... Was married to Marilyn Manson for a married, while? Married, I believe, before Vita Von Tees. Yeah, is that her name? Yeah. D D yeah. Dita uh, Von Tees. Uh, Rose McGowan... Oh, she was also in that fucking movie where she had a machine gun for a leg. Oh, uh, uh, the Tarantino movie. Yeah, uh, or was it the Rodriguez movie? It was the Rodriguez movie of the double bill, was it not? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Because the Tarantino movie was the one with Kurt Russell talking in a car for two hours. And then the other one was them all fighting people and blowing shit to pieces. Grindhouse. Yes. <laughs> also, yes, the Tarantino one was the, the just yeah. sitting there talking. I mean, I like Kurt Russell and I like white muscle cars. And you figure you put them together, it'd be a sweet movie. But it, when it's just Kurt Russell talking in a car for two hours, you're like... Okay. It was like Panic Room, but with Kurt Russell in a car. <laughs> like, <laughs> just exactly like exactly what it was it. like. Just Kurt Russell in a car by yeah. himself. Uh, Rose McGowan, who apparently uh, was sexually assaulted herself directly by Harvey Weinstein in 1997 at the Sundance Film Festival. Yeah, that sounds about right before she broke. That's when Scream came out, right? Yeah. Around that year? Yeah, so it yeah. It, it definitely gels. Uh, I have, like, I have zero doubt this happened. There yeah. was an out-of-court settlement for, I believe, $100,000, which seems awfully low when you're dealing with a guy of uh, Well, Weinstein. it was probably she, it was probably, uh, I'm just about to have my first success in a movie. I don't want to uh, jeopardize my future success, so yeah. I will take this to stay quiet, which is terrible. That's why I think that's why so many people sat on these allegations for so and like we can't delude ourselves into thinking like oh this is just Weinstein doing this and this is yeah. just a problem limited to Hollywood no. or this is like no there's like rich men all over the fucking world who yeah. act with impunity and then buy their way out of it and it's not just in regards to sexual assault it's fucking anything man it's like I've always said everybody's fucking terrible and the world is shit so expect people to act terribly and the world to be shitty. So anyways... Dale flash, the Optimist. Splash forward to today. Uh, not today, I guess this was, what, two days ago? Two Rose days. McGowan gets in a heated Twitter debate with Ben Affleck because she doesn't want to let him off the hook for stuff that happened however long ago. And they start arguing and... She posts Ben Affleck's number on Twitter, which gets her suspended. And then everybody rises up. I guess everybody who was silent until this point rises up behind Rose McGowan for hashtag women boycott Twitter, where they're going to spend, was it the same 24 hours she was suspended? Uh, I'm not. Her suspension ended up being like. 12 hours or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the internet hate mob just like. Flew into effect. Uh, they they yeah basically uh, said they were going to boycott Twitter for for twenty four hours. Yeah. Uh, in support of Rose McGowan being silenced, uh, there were all these implications that like Twitter was complicit in the harassment and abuse of women, and that they somehow supported it because they took a person uh, who was you know a vocal critic of, of yeah. sexual harassment and then suspended them for. Uh, a terms of service violation. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say that you can be both. You can be yeah. a person who doesn't like sexual assault and speaks out against it. Yeah. But you could also be a person who violates the terms of service on a fucking private website that you're using. Yeah. Because the thing is, Twitter's the fucking wild west. You could pretty much almost put everything, anything you want on there. Like porn stars have Twitter account where there's like. 
hard fucking. Yeah, deep, right deep in there. Dick it. Like, deep dick. There's like gifts of slapping assholes, and you're like, wow, I didn't need to see that. Hope that doesn't get reached. Oh yeah, that was something. Uh, fuck, who was it? Not Mitt Romney. It was. Uh, oh yeah, what, the guy uh, who uh, accidentally liked. Pornhub. Ted Cruz, thank you. On his liked, what, liked, Facebook? Yeah, no, it was on, on Twitter. It was on his Twitter. He liked a tweet, and you can go and look at tweets that somebody had liked. And yeah. conservative politician Ted Cruz had liked a video. That's uh, odd because I just <laughs> I was like, how the fuck would anybody do that? Thinking you watch porn only on your computer, but would you add the smartphone in and say wet hands? From what you would be doing when you're looking at Twitter. Wait, why are why are your hands wet? I don't know what you do when you're looking at porn on the internet, Derek. But I don't sometimes my hands, your hand Dale. might <laughs> get <not> wet <laughs> unless you're going straight up caveman style, which I'm okay why with. Why would your hand? The be only wet? reason I'm saying is if you have a smartphone and you get water drops on your smartphone. Why is there water? <laughs> Okay, okay, because he was jerking <laughs> off, yeah, no, and he was it. making his hand wet, so it's oh. like lubrication. So I'm yeah, saying, that's way too much work for me. Water might have got on the on the smartphone, and if you get a drop of water on your smartphone, it acts like a constant finger push. So I'm saying maybe the hand that was jostling off of his jerking off hand was hitting his smartphone and hitting the likes and maybe he wasn't like, oh, this seems like a good idea to like a porn video with my finger on Twitter <laughs> so everybody could see it. Well, it's just, yeah, it's... Uh... Okay, well, now we know how Dale jerks off, everyone. It's just, it's rarely dry docking. He and likes, uh, likes Derek, on the other hand, straight up caveman. It's just a, it's more efficient. It's, uh... Okay. You don't... I will admit, I go dry hand, too, because you know. I'm too lazy. Like, if I'm somewhere and I'm like, I could just do this. Yeah. Or I could get up and get accessories. I'm just going <laughs> to do this. Accessories. <laughs> so, like, anyway, water, water is not an infinitely renewable resource. I do my part to conserve... By well, Derek, that's very green of you. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm sure there is a lot of left-wing ladies out there that would appreciate your undying uh, dedication to the environment. Anyways, back before this horrible, way-too-personal turn of events, <laughs> what I was saying is Twitter's like the fucking Wild West. You could pretty much post anything on there, <coughs> except for they have... I guess I was thinking about this, and I guess the reason they don't want you to post someone's phone number is because it's inviting that person to get doxxed or cyberbullied. So basically, yeah, like, well, you think Ben yeah. Affleck's phone number, personal phone number on the internet, like that's not something that's gonna go well. Also, why does Rose McGowan have Ben Affleck's personal phone number? Because they're all actor Do they buddies. talk everyone and in, communicate? And this in is. Hollywood. Just a big show where she's like, I don't like you. We never chat on the phone, but I have your personal phone number. And so my whole thing is these ladies who everybody basically at this point is like, oh, shit, we got to stick up for her so people know that we care about this, i.e. virtual signaling. But what you're actually doing is you're not protesting Rose McGowan getting suspended from Twitter, you're pro-cyber bullying because you want people to be allowed to post someone's personal phone number so that everybody else on the internet can just fucking text them crazily and fucking tell them what a big piece of shit they are. So, okay, yeah, I, there's a couple of issues at play here. One, Twitter has, like, a notorious uh, abuse problem, uh, similar to Reddit and other, like, loosely moderated sites. Facebook, yeah. we kind of see the same thing um, in that they, yeah, like, you'll see, like, awful fucking threats against women and death threats and, like, Nazi shit and threats of violence and um, a lot of really questionable, uh, questionable messages being sent and... The reason for that is that, like you think, I, I crunched some numbers yesterday. Oh, did you? During an internet argument about this very topic. Oh, boy. Uh, let's, uh, let's all get our pencils out and keep track of Derek's numbers. <laughs> well, so uh, there's 328 million uh, users on Twitter. That's Pretty like almost the exact same amount of people as there is in the in US. In the United States, yeah. 
But this is th- that's a global global number. Wait, not everybody in the U.S. is on Twitter? No, not by a long shot. You actually, uh, Twitter has very low adoption, so that's why I'm always a little wary of like. You'll look at shit on Twitter and you'll see the stuff people are getting upset about. And then you kind of have to, like, pass it through the Twitter filter and be like, do normal people give a fuck about this? No. Like, people who are living their lives not glued to this shitty, like, micro-networking site. Actually, yeah. And everybody who's on Twitter, a lot of the time you're gilding the lily because... You're showing you you're protesting to people who already agree with you because they're like the social media elites at this point and anybody's on Twitter because most regular people, if anything, go on Facebook. Yes. Maybe Instagram. Absolutely. Maybe those Snapchat. Two. And then after all that, there's Twitter. Yeah. So uh, it does get really easy to end up in an echo chamber, which is what I think kind of happened here. So yeah. uh, Twitter does have a, a really big abuse problem. Um, 328 million users. There's about 500 million tweets sent per day. Goddamn. Uh, I did a really conservative estimate. I said if 0.01% of those tweets are abusive or harmful, which is probably like, that's that's the low end of that's the estimate. That's the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's 50,000 tweets. Now, you think, how many people would it take, would you have to employ as a company, to investigate 50,000 tweets a day to figure out, A, if they were actually threatening, if the terms of service were being violated, if uh, the, the standard they like to use is, like, could a reasonable person believe that this is actually a threat to their safety? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I had all these people coming out and saying, hey, you know, Donald Trump tweets uh, threats against North Korea all the time. Donald Trump should be suspended. Like, no, Donald Trump is a fucking moron and a buffoon who likes to engage in, like, occasional saber rattling on Twitter. And he doesn't post Kim Jong-un's personal phone number. Yeah, that would be that would be a suspension. Uh, does Don, should Donald Trump be suspended for saying... Hey, we should bomb North Korea. Uh, I don't think he's actually inciting violence against North Korea. I don't think he's, uh, you know, threatening actual violence against North Korea. You know what? I'm going to say it. We should be bombing North okay, Korea. Okay, Dale, you're going to get us. North Korea. Now people are going to be like, hey, get these guys off Twitter. Hey, let's, <laughs> let's, let's not threaten the dictator who's ruining people's lives. Okay, but the point, and this yeah, is okay, totally sorry. secondary to the conversation. Sidetrack. Oh, sidetrack. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. We'll get into that later. I digress. <laughs> Um, so well, 50, we should totally bomb them. 50,000 tweets. <laughs> 50,000 tweets a day. You would need like, you need a thousand people working around the clock to or police that kind of shit. give me $50,000 and I'll do it. You would, oh, I actually read this super interesting article about people who, uh, they're, they're the people who work at the, like, trust and safety team at Facebook and they're responsible for, like, going through Facebook and removing mm-hmm. the questionable content and they said the average length of time somebody lasts in that job is like eight months before yeah. your brain just breaks from all the awful oh, shit you yeah. see. So like, could you imagine? Hey, here's all the worst the shit worst on, on the, the internet. internet. <laughs> Look at this and see how long it takes for your soul to dissolve. Yeah, <laughs> not long. <laughs> Apparently, eight months. And is... it's it's got to be roughly the same for Twitter. You would think. Yeah. You just see the fucking worst of people all the time. So, a this is probably an entry level job. This is not something they're hiring really skilled, trained people to do. Oh yeah. Two, it's probably a minimum wage job. Three. You can only have so many people working eight hours a day. Like, if Twitter wants to hire a thousand people to work on their trust and safety team, cool, but that's going to bankrupt the company real yeah, fucking Yeah, because Twitter actually is pretty hard to monetize. Yeah. It's not like, like, one of the things that Twitter has is it's like, it's not quite open source, but they let people design add-ons and shit like TweetDeck and Hootsuite. And what that does is it allows... I guess it just makes it harder for Twitter, the company who invented Twitter, to actually make money from it. Whereas like Instagram and Facebook, if you want to put anything on Instagram and Facebook, you have to go through them to do it. You can't just build a side program on your phone that's like, this is Facebook on your phone now. Yeah. Because Facebook would not allow that. Yeah, which is definitely the smarter route. Twitter does make some some moderate ad revenue but i don't think uh, yeah. people are spending as much to advertise there they do have the promoted tweets but so anyways they have uh 
they have, yeah, a clear abuse problem. Number two, secondary to that, whenever we see someone getting suspended from Twitter, uh, Rose McGowan, or you had uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, mm-hmm. uh, nobody looks... There's not a person who steps up and says, this is why they were suspended, this is the violent censorship, and in Rose McGowan's case, it's Twitter's complicit in allowing abuse and harassment media platform yeah. to solve all your problems for you. Like, this isn't a closely monitored playground, yeah. and if people are close enough to hear you, then they're hearing you scream on top of the rock. And there's no, like, stop screaming that on that rock, you're going to be suspended. Yeah. yeah, it's like like there's no to get through the approval process. Yes, yeah. which hey, is be... something we could do, but you're not yeah. gonna you're gonna lose and researched and backed up and like scoured like say newspapers. The whole reason we don't have them anymore is because they're not time sensitive and we can't have them when we want it, where we want it immediately. Like if something happens, you have to read about it in the newspaper tomorrow and. None of us want to wait. Gonna, I don't want to wait till tomorrow for like, my news. Yeah, I'm I want not defending that. I'm that, saying we should fucking wait. Turn to Alex Jones in Infowars for yeah. all my instantaneous. I'm saying if you want a guy who's sweating and red face screaming at you, <laughs> you want to look at it now while you're on your phone on the bus instead of picking it up from some place tomorrow before you get on the bus. That's ridiculous. Thirdly, I'm going to say something that came up here. A lot of women uh, shared stories of abuse they had encountered on Twitter, and they'd, they'd gone through the proper channels, and they'd submitted the report to Twitter, and Twitter had basically come back and said, look, uh, block the person yourself. That will solve the problem. Yeah. Which is kind of a tone-deaf response for one, but I also think uh, it's uh, a necessary one. Like... I had so many people getting indignant that uh, that Twitter can't just, like, blanket ban all of these people. Uh, and I think when you have these people dealing with this volume of requests or uh, reports, uh, they do, like, a cursory investigation. They find mm-hmm. out if these people have a pattern of, like, threatening women. Yeah. If so, yeah, they're probably banned. If not, they'll tell you to block the person instead. Uh, and a lot of people are really upset by that, but... Again, I think it comes back to the role of the individual. Like, yeah. yeah, Twitter is, like you said, basically the wild, wild west. And you wouldn't you wouldn't drive to, uh, say, a really dangerous neighborhood and get out of your car and walk around without taking some form of personal responsibility. Yeah. You, you wouldn't invite danger to happen to you. And it fucking sucks that the world we live in is one where, like, just being a woman on the internet is inviting danger into your life. Yeah, exactly. Like... With the internet, the one thing these people are after is attention. And the one thing you can do to fight them is not give them attention. So everybody, you should be way more flippant with your banning fingers and your unfollows. Like, if anybody not even offends you, but if you just don't like what they're saying, just fucking ban them, unfollow them. And then these people will see that they have no more followers anymore. And everybody will be like oh, all that shit I was saying obviously was wrong because nobody's following me anymore. And just block five people right now, even if they didn't piss you off. It'll make you feel better. Block Dale after expressing those opinions. (laughs) My tweets are hilarious and you will miss out, but block me. It'll make you feel better because it'll make you feel like, it'll give you back the feeling that you have the power for what you're looking at on your Internet, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, you you do have absolute control over that, and that shouldn't yeah. be something that pisses you off. It should be something that empowers you. And if somebody uh, is is making shitty threat, like yeah, still obviously report them because maybe they'll be doing it to someone else. But if someone's just being shitty to you on the internet, fucking block them. Get get them out of your like take take the power back. Yeah. Wait. And another thing is. Block, unfollow them before you respond. Don't even respond because as soon as you do, that's you nibbling on the hook because they're just trolling you for a reaction. So if somebody says something shitty to you, just be like, block, unfollow, and that's it. That's all you got. That's uh... sad. It sucks to say, but they'll probably move on to the next person because 
they're shitty and looking for attention, and if you didn't get it, they're gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a white male on the internet, so it's about as safe as it gets for me. But even I've had uh, I had one guy basically threaten to call child protective services and tell them that I was a pedophile uh, because I told him that he was a moron for believing that PizzaGate was real. Yeah, uh, I had uh, one dude threaten to basically uh out me to my employer uh not even out me like it's not like my tweets are private my yeah. my employer is fully aware of the awful shit i tweet at times uh mm-hmm. they certainly don't condone it but he was you know kind of making it an attempt to to get me fired like tagging yeah. my bosses in it and it's uh yeah there's a simple enough solution in both of those cases you just fucking block the person you move on with your life and you forget about these shitty randos that are yeah. trying to make your life worse. And surprise, surprise, I've had threats too. My threats were a little more escalated than Derek's. Mine were like, mine were past the death threat point. They were what the guy was going to do to my corpse after I was dead. And uh, on one hand, it was interesting to see how much thought he, he put into mutilating and desecrating my corpse. But on the other hand, I was like, well, you can't really do anything to me now because there is a written record of somebody fucking threatening me. So I mean, he could still do it. It would just be very obvious who had. Yeah. So, so all I did was blocked him and didn't follow him. Well, Oh, no, wait, sorry, this was email, so I couldn't really block... What? I feel like there's a story here. I don't know who here. it was. I don't know <laughs> really? who it was. They just, I just got these random emails telling me what I was going to... Like, first they were like, uh, you're you're dumb and I'm going to fight you. And I was like, fair enough. People want to fight me. It's happened pretty much on a regular basis since I was about 12. People rarely do, though. Like, I've never actually had to fight. People are like, I'm going to fight you. And I'm like, no, you're not. And then I walk away. And then they don't fight me, which I guess doesn't happen for everybody. But then, yeah, so this happened. And then I just kind of tucked them away and blocked the email address and then never heard anything else from it. There you go. So... And I didn't get murdered. Yeah. Well, yeah. The guy's probably waiting. Well, He's playing was, the long game, right? He's gonna... This is 10 years ago, so. Jesus. <laughs> it's like... So I figure either he's See, a I genius. think back to that, and that guy must have been fucking serious, because this oh, yeah. predates, like, when people were just threatening murder over anything on the yeah. internet. This is like, that guy actually wanted to kill you. This was back when I was like, what did I do to this guy? <laughs> I couldn't even think. Like, for me... Well, this might be my own laziness, but for me to send someone not only death threats, but how I'm going to, like, murder them, where I'm going to do it, where I'm going to bury them and all this stuff, that's a lot of effort. Yeah. That's a lot of brain time. That's a lot of not playing video games and trying to block out the outside world. (laughs) So I just – I would never get to that. And then I'm, like, thinking what would have to get me that angry to not only figure out someone's email – figure out how to send an anonymous email, which I don't know, and then compose these emails and then send them. And I'm like, the only thing that would make me do that is if somebody actually killed someone I know. And I'm like, well, I didn't kill anybody, so this person is totally unfounded. That you know of. I guess that's the shitty thing about social media is that it's removed, like, any barriers to just being a psychopath to strangers online. Like, it's so easy to fire up a tweet or a DM. There's no – you don't have to research anything. You don't have to know the person. You don't even – like, all you need is access to a computer. Yeah. And it's like – one thing I don't know is, like, has an anonymous dick pic ever worked? Like, because you said send someone a DM. tell us. Like, ladies, have you ever gotten a dick pic and been like, you know what? It's fucking Thursday night. Like an unsolicited, just like a random dude firing you. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm within physical meetup distance. This is what my penis looks like. Are you interested in viewing this firsthand? I wonder how many girls have been like, you know what? Your penis does look enticing. I will take you up on that offer. I'm going to bet. Less than 0.1. It's probably less than the floor of your 
upsetting tweet. Internet, I'm sorry for the fucking daily shitty abuse you have to endure. Uh, well, I'm not sorry. I'm not going to accept responsibility for people being dickheads. This is the last point I want to make. If someone like Ben Affleck turns around and, and comes out to say, you know, sexual assault is shitty... We, my life where I've been yeah. fucking awful to women. Yeah. Awful to women. But I would never condone any of this shit. Shit, what he did was fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I don't... Well, Derek, this is yeah. a fucking checklist of all the times you were shitty to women in your life. Actively fighting for change, but they're not accepting it when people change. On an gift Where it's not socially acceptable for these powerful men to... Were power, who were powerful and still are to change their ways because if you don't allow these guys to change their ways and I guess deem themselves in some way then they're going to feel trapped in their old behavior yeah uh, I will say Jewel has to happen on an individual level and then we can take it uh, much wider yeah like one yeah alright on that note we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to discuss uh, rights yeah we'll be right back okay Welcome back. Hey, did you miss us? Don't we sound professional? See that sexy welcome in music? Who was that, by Take, the way? Uh, brand new, as a matter of oh, fact. Nice. From their brand new album. Oh my god, I bet they never get sick of that. Huh? Yeah. Huh? 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 All right. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of a little little local news, uh, not super, uh, CW show Riverdale. Which you should watch. Absolutely. Uh, Return to the Airwaves this week. Uh, oh, really? It's CW? Film. I thought it was Netflix because it goes up on Netflix. It goes, so they air it on CW on Wednesday nights, and yeah. then they put it on Netflix. It's like this new cross-licensing thing. Yeah, where... that's like the same with the new Star Trek, except for that's on Crave. Yeah, and that's nerd shit that nobody watches. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I bet you... One of our listeners at least watches that. But I bet way more people watch Riverdale. Watch Sexy Archie. Yeah. Uh, absolutely my guilty pleasure show. Fantastic. It's not even guilty. It's a good it's, show. Uh, yeah. If you read the Archie comics growing up, it is nothing like that. It's really uh, well, hey, dark Well, hey, don't and alienate our foreign audience. So, sorry. Uh, <laughs> didn't audience. Really, it's more like if you're white and from North America, you already know who Archie is. Yes. And if you don't, you're one of those people who somehow managed to avoid pop culture for and your have entire life. Like the odd, unique experience of looking at the world through white. brand new, naive glasses. And I'm so fucking jealous of you that I'm not <laughs> going to tell you to watch the show and then reverse yourself. But really, though, culture. you should watch the show. Yeah, it's it's. If you're into, like, drama and – well, I guess it's not even a dramedy. It's teen, just, like – I guess it's, like – drama. Is it a teen, thriller it's a or suspense? Drama. I guess it's, like, a mystery drama because there was the unsolved murder that they solved. Yeah. yeah. In the first se- – well, the first season was a murder that they solved. I haven't started the second season yet. I watched the first episode. Don't really know what it's about yet. Don't care. Yeah. It's going to keep being sexy. Yeah, I'm already all in. Like, it'll take – Two bad seasons before I hop out. Uh, Australian heartthrob KJ Apa. Wait, you say Australian? Did you not know that? Yeah, he's no. totally Australian. Oh, oh wait, we talked about how he was Australian, and then that <laughs> led me into using my Australian accent last week, and I was trying to do the same segue, just an excuse to talk in my Australian <laughs> accent. But do you want to do it? I think I kind of burned that bridge last week. Do you want to do it? Did you hear any feedback about how much people like my Australian accent? Yeah, all I hear uh, about Were they our podcast. Ripper, Dale's accent, <laughs> more, please. All, all I hear is how we should do an entire podcast dedicated to awful accents, that, which was our initial idea. That actually sounds pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, KJ Appa. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, Riverdale, Riverdale, the show. In the eponymous Riverdale is yeah. actually Langleydale. Uh, well, yeah, it's a bunch of places around Vancouver. Which, that, if you're not familiar with this yet, pretty much half of all the TV shows you watch are filmed in Vancouver. That's Vancouver, yeah. Because Americans get a huge tax break and... They also get, like, 
dirt cheap uh, exchange rate because yeah. Canadian dollars and are basically like Mexican it's just pesos. way fucking cheaper for them to do it up here because we have all this extra space they don't have in the states and we're idiots and we don't care when they block off streets when we're trying to drive somewhere. Yeah, that is the most infuriating thing. Yeah. Uh, KJ Appa, who apparently spends a considerable amount of time up here uh, shooting the show, made a comment that uh, Vancouver is a pretty boring place. Yeah, uh, he, he said it uh, shuts down pretty early and there's not much to do, which I have to call bullshit because obviously... He's never been to the Roxy or Gorgamesh. <laughs> but like, and what I want right. to do, what I want to do is I want to make him to go to the fucking Roxy and be like, see, it doesn't shut down early. It's not boring. He'll be like, all right, it's not boring, but this is gross. Can we leave? Yeah, and I'll be I like, feel That's awful all about myself. Yeah. <laughs> this like, is so skeezy. What do you want? This place stays open late enough. Like, if you need to drink past 4 a.m., like, what are you doing? I drank past 4 a.m. and I had an existential crisis. I'm like, why am I still up? What am I doing with my life? What's so special about the world after 4 a.m.? I will say, okay, a couple points here. Uh, Number one, you're a moron if you're filming a show like six months out of the year in a city and then you insult it publicly. Yeah. That's not a smart thing to do. And two, especially Vancouver, where people who live here are fucking giant pussies and cannot take any criticism whatsoever yeah a lot of people here really strongly identify as uh as being from vancouver like don't get me wrong i love this city i'm gonna agree with that guy like outside of roxy and gorgamesh which i've thankfully never ever been to uh, You've never been to Gorgamesh? Never, not once. Okay, I take back what I said about people who don't know about pop culture. I'm jealous of you now. Because <laughs> I've been to Gorgamesh, I think, three times. And all three times, I was just like, this was a mistake. Uh, for those of you who aren't local, Gorgamesh is a really... You probably have similar, pl- similar places in wherever you live, but it's a fucking... Uh, grotesque after-hours club where if you haven't done enough cocaine when the bars shut down at 4 a.m., you can go to this place and pay, I think, like $40 cover to get in. Yeah, just to get in. And then keep doing cocaine all night. Yeah, and you go sit in a basement and listen to music and not drink. Yeah. I yeah, will, I do have to they say, don't have a license. I do have to say one thing. One of the highlights of my dancing on a dance floor career was I went to Gorgamesh and I was cutting a groove so hard they put both spotlights on me. <laughs> Is that actually a thing yeah. that happened? Yeah, <laughs> and the best thing was I told this story to someone and they were like, that didn't happen. And Keenan was with me. Keenan's our friend, our mutual friend. And he reluctantly said, it's true. I was there. <laughs> I was there. And it just felt so good. Uh, yeah, so... Outside of those places, if you want, like, late-night culture, if you want really good late-night food, um, Vancouver, not really, uh, outside of, like, the Granville Strip, they're, they're, yeah, like, the rest of the city shuts down at 10 p.m. Actually, I'm just going to say this. Even during the day, Vancouver food is shit. Oh. Like... You go to Calgary and they're like, hey, do you want comfort food? And you're like, fuck yeah, I want comfort food. And they're like, here's a fucking amazing steak and some fucking good shit that we've worked go to a Humpty's, years to make. Go to a Humpty's restaurant. Whereas you go to Calgary and they're like, oh yeah, we're not making comfort food anymore. We're doing this weird fusion thing where we're just trying to catch a buzz off of uh, people being interested in what we're doing. And then you're like, yeah, this is weird. Why would I want this? And yeah. then they're like, oh. And it comes in a tiny serving. Vancouverites are very pretentious about their food, but there are uh, all the food I love in Vancouver is not native to Vancouver at all. So there's yeah. like ramen, which, uh, which is my it. number one. Number one. Dude, it's like, like it's picture all soup. the shitty itchy band that you ate, but like elevated to like an actual meal that you're not embarrassed to post on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's like itchy band elevated to not itchy band. <laughs> It's like I'll convert you, man. It's not more wonton. I'll take you more wonton kicks the war shit out of rad. Actually, yeah. So all of our uh, awesome Vancouver food is actually, actually yeah. wait, Asian wait. soups. When I said all food is shitty, like Derek said, Asian soups, like pho. I'm not gonna say pho. I know that's how we all of a sudden realized you're supposed to say it's it two pronounced. years ago. It's pronounced. I'm not fucking calling it's it pho. pho. Write it P H A. Then <laughs> I'm not saying it. It's pho. We called we called it pho. For over 10 years. And then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, now it's called pho. So we all have to make a point to pronounce it correctly and be like, 
actually... We have to be culturally sensitive to how Asians actually... Actually, it's pronounced fa, and since I know that's how you pronounce it, I'm wildly intelligent. Yeah, it's pronounced fa, but I'm going to call it pho. Right. And it's delicious. Uh, yeah, but outside of that, not a lot to do unless you <coughs> like delicious Asian noodle soups. Uh, not a lot to do in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, my other point is that they do a lot of filming for this up in like out in Mission and Langley and like yeah, yeah no fuck those places are boring they're like uh, it's like someone like plopped suburbs of the suburbs oh it's like someone it's worse it's like it's like beyond suburbs it's yeah. like someone took uh, the actual setting for deliverance and just yeah. placed it around it's like hillbilly that's yeah, hillbilly they're like, country do you like the city how about the city populated by hillbillies yeah yeah basically uh, yeah. so Vancouver Kind of as as a uh, now renowned world traveler who has spent time in many uh, many cosmopolitan this cities been this to year. China. Uh, yeah, went to uh, Shanghai. Uh, ton, yeah. Tons of shit to do there, man. Late yeah. at night, that city does not shut down at all. Wait, what do you do at, if it's not drinking? What do you do at night? You eat Asian noodles. Noodle but okay, soups. so I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. So it's three a.m. You're not drinking because you and I both pretty much don't drink. I have like a beer once a week. You yeah. don't drink at all. So if you and me went to Shanghai and it's not fucking karaoke. No. What are we going to do at 3 a.m. that we can't do in Vancouver? Eat. Eat. Uh, it would probably be food for me or sleep. Okay. I can do both of those things in Vancouver though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I'm saying is on one hand I get it. But if he's not talking about explicitly partying – I don't understand. Like, does he want to go like play pickup basketball at two in the morning? Does he want? You're an actor, man. You work weird schedules. You're you're and sexy also, Archie. I have this to say: Australia <laughs> that's, well, yeah, is that's, way <laughs> less populated and way more full of hillbillies. And fuck you, J AJ Caspa, KJ Aspa. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So my initial reaction to this was like. Yeah, Vancouver, he has a good point. Vancouver's yeah. kind of shitty. My second reaction was, wait a second, this guy's from fucking Australia and he's yeah. saying that? No, like, no. Their country is so boring, they come here and fucking work our ski lifts because that's a better <laughs> life than staying in a fucking tropical sunshine country like where it's like Spider Island. It's surrounded by ocean. It's fucking this bluest water. You get to park your cars on your front yard. You have fucking the equivalent of El Caminos everywhere. And yet you come here to fucking put shitty kids on a ski lift? You guys use the C word liberally. Yeah, <laughs> which is almost worth moving to Australia. I can't, I can't deal with it, man. Wait, I, I have don't. a question. Can I say it if I say it with an accent? You can't, no, you absolutely cannot. What if I pretend I'm British slash Australian, which is pretty much the same thing, except for Australians are like the criminal British. I know I'm going to get a message from Lorna after this. Shit, like, do they're we have, absolutely not Do the we same have Australian thing. listeners? No. Okay, then I don't take anything back. Thankfully. Yes. We probably never will after this. Yeah, because there's like 20 people in the country. Yeah. Because they all left to go work on ski hills. Yeah, and they all fucking farm spiders and like grotesque They do have awesome accents, insects. though. Anyways, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, can I say can I No, just, you can't. Can I just say it? No, can you, I say it you once? can't do it. No, I will bleep it out. Just let me say it. I will go back and bleep it. Fine. Anybody... Who wants me to say the C word? <laughs> just text me, and for a nominal fee, I will phone you and swear in your ear all day long. You can make it your ringtone. Actually, you know uh, what? I'm a giving guy. I will swear at you for free. Look at that. I'm not even going to charge you. God, I'm like a philanthropist. Dale the philanthropist if over here. Instead of giving to charities, I just swear at you that I could do that all day, every day. All right. Uh, KJ Appa, keep being sexy, Archie. Uh, I will say, you are you Team Archie, Team Jughead? Which, uh, which how could you heart not throb? be Team Jughead? Uh, I don't know. T t uh, team Archie, hey, I, I would like to be captain of the football team, but I really want to play my blues. <laughs> I'm sensitive. You can't do that you as know a QB. Why I'm not Team Archie? He's one of those guys where it's like you have you have a fire. And you're all sitting around bullshitting, having a good time. He's like, hey, I know you guys all have your conversations going on, 
But how about you listen to me play a shitty song on the shitty acoustic guitar? Something I think everyone should know about Dale is that he is the world's biggest acoustic guitar fan. And the easiest way to his heart is to pull out a guitar uh, at any party and play... Uh, any acoustic song, preferably a Sublime cover. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is Dale's favorite thing in the world. If you do that, you are a legitimate C-word. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. See, I'm even not comfortable with you saying C-word on this yeah. podcast. Now we're going to get the explicit tag again. Thanks C-word. a fucking lot, Dale. Yeah, I think we have never not had the explicit word. We want to jump into this... Uh, this uh, uh, well, we have to now that you said jump in. We can't be like, oh, hey, there's this other interesting thing full of our opinions. Yeah, that we're not well, that's talk this about. week's podcast. See you <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, what would you want? Okay, let's just breach on it because we're not going to research global politics enough to know the background of it. So we could just. I actually, I, I, so I read one article in preparation oh for this, uh, and oh I found God. out some By the way, guys, very interesting shit about this guy. Derek Reads. Do you Derek, guys know that? Derek Reads online articles. And research his stuff. I Dale's too busy welding to read a book. No, see so. what happens is I hear about a family that has been released after being held five years by a Taliban equivalent, and then I look at the picture of the family, then I make fun of the family and how they look, and then I'm done. I don't need to research what happened. Did you see how fat the guy was before he got abducted? No. Oh. He why was... was why was he backpacking if he was fat? Okay. okay. Uh, Let's be- get into it. Before we get into this. Let's not get into it. I just want to tell the whole world, don't go fucking backpacking by Afghanistan. It never turns out good. There's been like, how many people have been held hostage? Some of them die. So Just stay away from Afghanistan. Yeah, not a particularly tourist-friendly place. Uh, there was a uh, Canadian family. I don't know the guy's name. Here, I'll look it up. You keep you rip a bit. All right. Canadian, uh, Canadian couple, actually. So this guy took his wife who was pregnant at the time. Five months pregnant. That's second trimester, almost third. Like, uh, already not a smart decision. Took her to Afghanistan to hike around some remote villages. Uh, This woman looks like she's seen hell now. Um, Yeah, they all look like they've seen, because they have seen hell. Yeah. They they went to, uh, this guy's like some, like, He's he's the kind of person who, if you wanted to make like a caricature of uh, a stupid liberal, uh, it would be this guy. They went and toured uh, some villages in in Afghanistan because he wanted to call attention to that's that's what they looked like before they got abducted. Oh wow, uh, they were. I don't feel I need to point this out, but they were both unattractive. All right, well that's. Uh, a little insensitive considering what they've been through. Anyways. I'm about to talk about how dumb he is. They went to tour some remote villages in Afghanistan because uh, he feels like they're the world's uh, most... Uh, he had a quote about how they were like the world's most ignored minority group or something. How there's, yeah. Which is, sure, it's fucking noble or whatever, but bud, you're taking your pregnant wife out of Canada into Afghanistan to hike around remote villages without any local protection. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going to get abducted. You, like, look at you. You look like you eat yeah. more than an entire village eats in an entire year. And also, if you're going to grow a fucking beard, grow a mustache. Like, you can't have one without the other. We're not allowed to have mustaches anymore without beards because you look like a pervert. You're not allowed to have a beard without a mustache because you look like a Hutterite. Like, you just look like, you're like, hey, guys, I'm here to bring, uh, a, and also, how are you bringing awareness to anything by just hiking well, around? Well, I don't think he was doing, like, he wasn't doing a humanitarian mission. He wasn't doing, like, he was just, like, there. Yeah, it's like, if I see something with my own eyes, the world's going to know about it? Like, what was what was his end game? Was he going to have a blog about it? Was he going to tweet about it? I don't So this guy and his uh, five months pregnant wife were abducted by a group called the something. Uh, the Taliban. No, it actually wasn't the Taliban. It this was, was like. They're associated with the Taliban. Oh, wait. They're, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, a group associated with the Taliban. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Set out on a jury through Central Asia. We're captured near the Afghanistan-Pakistan border. 
they were held captive for five years. Uh, in that time, she gave birth to the child she was pregnant with, and then they managed to get pregnant two more times. Which red flags? How like what the fuck? Like I I get that you don't want to stop having sex when you're being held prisoner by fucking a terrorist organization, but wouldn't you figure, hey, we already have one kid in captivity. He's going to be horribly messed up. Shouldn't I at least pull out instead of dumping big loads in my wife? I imagine they weren't on a comfy floor. Like, that's just not considerate. Like, you're like, hey, we're covered in grime. Let's just shoot this jizz everywhere. Have some more babies. Like, nobody's talking about this. They're like, oh, my God, it's so glad that we're saved. They're heroes now because they went through such an ordeal. How about... We talk about safe sex for a bit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I can tell you this. If me and Derek were abducted by the Taliban and we were held in a fucking windowless room and we had to sleep on the floor, I would pull out because I'm a gentleman. Wait, okay, for starters, I want to apologize for dumping big loads and shooting jizz. Secondly, I'd be the one pulling out. It wouldn't be you. Thirdly, Derek, uh, it's five years. We'd both be bottoms all right, by the yeah. end of it. <laughs> That's true. Double bottoms. <laughs> Our tops would just be dissolved, and we we would we would be so beaten emotionally that neither of us would uh, even want. Lastly, the only reason I can think of that this family kept spitting out kids is if they were trying to breed enough people to overthrow their captors. Yeah. Like, like Hey, there's five of them, and there's three of us, but we're going to have yeah. two more, and then we're going to wait for these kids to grow up, and like, then we're going to escape. If we're talking the Duggar family scenario, that's like almost an, like a platoon. You got 20 people? You could almost fight, like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before we see the Duggars, like, retreat to a compound yeah. with, like, armed with assault rifles and, uh, like, some Waco, Texas-style shit. Can we talk about this five-year-old for a sec? Like, think of how shitty his life is right now. Yeah. Like, it's about to get better. But let's talk about... Uh, I don't know about... You're probably going to be, like, emotionally scarred oh, and carried around some, like... complete hell. Like, heavy shit for the rest was, of your life. He was being held captive by terrorists. B, it was in a shitty, like, dirty room. And C, he had to watch his parents have sex. Like... Did they give them each their own room? Like, did they have, like, the equivalent of a single-family dwelling? Like, they're like, okay, here's your bedroom. Here's your bedroom. Feel free to make more babies with, like, out of not only earshot but eyeshot of your already kid who you had when you got here. So here's the other thing. Yeah. I would normally be maybe approaching this with a little more sensitivity. Uh, the, the dude, so the dad who... Uh, First off, the his wife's parents are fucking pissed at him. Oh, uh, yeah. Because he took his five months pregnant wife to Afghanistan and they got abducted for five years. Uh, secondly, the dude had an option to catch a flight that passed through. It was an American flight going through uh, an American airbase where they had illegally detained people during the uh, Afghan war. Yeah. And he apparently... Uh, refused to get on the plane on principle because they had illegally detained people at this Afghan base like a decade ago. <laughs> a moron. And thirdly, this guy was apparently formerly uh, married to Omar Khadr, who we discussed in a previous episode, yeah. his sister. What? Uh, yeah. Small world. So this guy is the ultimate uh, virtue signaling dipshit who just made, like, a litany of bad decisions, and now your kids are fucked for life. Yeah, and your life is fucked. Like, you're never coming back from that. No, I don't. Like, I A, I give this, uh, I give this couple, like, maybe, maybe a year tops before they split. I'd say one second. As soon <laughs> she's as like, they, she's back and gone to the States. Yeah, she's That's like... It. We're getting divorced. That's that's it. I like, would have done this in our dingy fucking cell in wait, Afghanistan. Wait, wasn't Omar Khadr with the Taliban? Ish. Mm, or uh, uh, Omar Khadr's dad was with the Taliban. Yeah, and um, yeah, Omar Khadr had a family, but uh, so couldn't this guy be like, "Yo, I used to be married to Omar Khadr's sister, who's like loosely established with the Taliban. Can you let us go?" Yeah. Or apparently. do you think that's why they got him? No, I think they got him because they wanted 
money. I, yeah. That's traditionally why abductions happen, because the abductors would like something in return. Okay, here's a little hot tip. Future people who are going to abduct people and ransom them for money. If a guy has a big gross beard and no mustache, his family doesn't have money. <laughs> Some words to live by. <laughs> because if he had a rich family, they wouldn't allow that. They would make him at least have a mustache and then trim his beard to look professional. Like a bad guy from an 80s TV show or movie. What do you think was more offensive? <laughs> My take on the family or the whip boycott women thing? Dumping loads <laughs> was probably uh, if I had to pick a highlight of this episode. Well, in my defense, he did. Or your your <laughs> <laughs> We got anything else this week that you'd like to touch on? I think our audience is Wait, let's, sufficiently offended. Let's see uh, what what the mailbag said. Oh uh, yeah, we like to. Uh, we we have a mailbag now. We like we like people to um, uh, write in and tell us their thoughts on the podcast. You can officially stop telling me that I'm funnier than Derek because I know. Hence the big dump loads thing. <laughs> totally hilarious. Um, All right. You uh, can talk about books with Derek if you want to have a nerd off. Or welding with Dale. Yeah. Uh, we asked uh, what made people angry this week. A couple people said snow. Sorry, guys. Fucking middle of October. What yeah. do you expect? Move to the States. Yeah. They don't have snow there unless it's the garbage. Uh, this is a personal favorite of mine. No new Nirvana albums in the last 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's something, definitely something to get upset about. <laughs> That's, that's solid gold. Who said that? Uh, Robert Patrick Connor. Who's Robert Patrick Connor? Dude, I went. He used to play in my uh, band in high school. I used to play in a band. I play guitar. In I'm sensitive. School. I'm like Archie, except I was never a quarterback. In addition to being a musician. So flashback to when I said I hate anybody who plays acoustic guitar. Oh, I was that guy. Gathering. I was 100. percent That was just guy. me hating Derek. You know, still for doing that to me. But you know years who ago. does like when guys play acoustic guitar at social gatherings? Shitty women, girls. So <laughs> guess who I don't give a fuck about, hey, and guess who I do give a fuck about? I totally accept that as a valid excuse. All right. Uh, what else made people angry? Creepy man outside the Starbucks that looked me up and down and told me to smile just now. That's good. That's some real-time outrage. In my defense, she has a nice smile. <laughs> <All right. laughs> logging onto Twitter and seeing that absolutely nothing has changed since uh, deciding to stop logging onto Twitter a few years ago. Yeah, sorry, Candace. If anything, it's gotten worse in that time. Yeah, the, because what you, the more people that come to the lake, the dirtier the lake gets. Uh, yes. That's the dirty, dirty. And Anything else? Yeah, that's on Facebook. Let's see. Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 Let's see. No. Well, who said that's why you need your own show? Uh, no, it wasn't to you. Nobody okay. thinks you need your own show. No, yeah. was it to you? This podcast. Are they saying nothing. cut me? No, they were saying it to, to no. Okay. I, I think. Because if you think Derek should have his own show, fuck you. Actually, he could probably have his own show. Uh, Wait, Dale's voice? Uh, Julie, Julie, who is one of our most vocal critics and probably one of my least favorite people uh, out of all of our <laughs> listeners, if I, could, if I could sacrifice one of our listeners and bump it down to 25 instead of 26 people, Julie would be the first to go. No, because she's one of the ones who thinks I'm funnier. Than yeah, me. that's exactly So she's it. a lifer. That's exactly why. Yeah. All right. Plus, if Derek hates her, she's obviously good people. That's not true at all. I'm an excellent judge of character. Uh, as always, if you have any additional outrage you'd like to share with us, feel free to tweet us at OutrageFactPod or me personally at Herder. Or me personally at SuperDaleBot. Like us on the Facebooks. Uh, send us money on the Patreon. Uh, listen to us on the Stitcher. Hey, uh, Just send us money. If, if you listen to the podcast this week and you made it all the way to minute 50, whatever, where I'm saying this, we would love if you could just share this podcast with your friends. Uh, be like, hey, you ever want to listen to two idiots ramble about stuff they know nothing about for an hour? Yeah. Check this out. You got to hear it. Tell them, give them buzzwords like hot takes, biting commentary. 
Uh, intelligent opinions. Tell them Dale will uh, phone them up and drop C bombs into will their ear holes. Drop C bombs <laughs> all over their face and ears. Uh, and if you get any any hot tips coming across the outrage desk, shoot them our way. We'll discuss them in next week's episode. Yep. As always, thanks for listening. Stay angry. Ah, oh, you took my line. Zing. All right. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.